Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about what's the point of the pain. And we're coming from the book of Exodus, chapters four through seven. So grab your journals. This has been a heavy season and you've been seeking God to see what is the heaviness? What is this shift that's about to happen? What is going on? So I thank God so much for being such a good, caring father that he decided to allow me to release this word to you guys on June 1st. What's the point of the pain? And today I'm going to be sharing with you guys six things that explain the point of the pain. Now, all six may be for you. Point number one may be for you or point number three may be for you. But listen to all six points and take what you need. Then get back to prayer and get back to doing what God has called you to do. I know it's a heavy season. I know it seems like God is silent. I know it seems like you don't understand what he's doing. There's no signs. There's no clues. It seems like you're just in the midst of a transition and in the midst of the shift. And I'm letting you know today that God is saying there is a purpose behind what it is that you're experiencing in this season. There's a purpose behind the process. There's a purpose behind the pain. There's a purpose behind that person leaving. There's a purpose behind somebody else getting a position that you thought you were going to get. There is a purpose behind the pain that you're currently experiencing. And today I'm going to share with you six things that explain the point of pain. I was doing my quiet time this morning, God led me to the story of Moses and Pharaoh in the book of Exodus chapter four. And what happens is in this story is God keeps sending Moses to Pharaoh, telling him to let my people go. And God says, I'm literally going to harden his heart so that he doesn't listen to you. And with that type of situation, I know if I was Moses, I would be like, why do you keep sending me to this man to tell him to let the people go? And then you're telling me that you're going to harden his heart. Why are you making me waste my time? Why are you making me talk to this person if they're going to keep treating me rude? Why are you going to make me keep working at this job when I don't like the boss? Why do you keep making me reach out to this family member when it seems like they're never going to change? Why do you keep telling me to work on restoring this relationship when it seems like this person just doesn't care? Why do you keep sending me to this person and you're hardening the heart of this person or you know this person's heart is already hard? You know this situation seems impossible. You know it looks like things are never going to change, yet you keep telling me to go in a situation and try again. That's what's happening in Exodus chapter four. God is telling Moses that I'm going to send you to Pharaoh and I'm going to harden his heart, even though I'm the one that's sending you to him in the first place. So with being in that type of situation and being in a situation where it seems like God is allowing you to stand in the storm, it seems like God is choosing not to change the circumstance or choosing not to change the situation, but he's still saying he's for you. He's still saying he's there with you. God, it seems like you're contradicting yourself. What is the point of this pain? I thought you loved me. I thought you were my father. I thought you had good things stored up for me. So why are you allowing me to experience this? The first thing that I want to share with you that explains the point of pain is that your circumstances have to be approved by your creator. 
That's your confidence. Your confidence has to come from a point of knowing that God, if you're allowing me to go through this thing, you're going to see me through this thing, that there's some favor on the other side of what looks like failure, that there's some favor on the other side of looks like a closed door, that there's some favor on the other side of look like a person that's talking against me or working against me, that somewhere behind this situation, you have favor stored up for me. And I just have to stand and have faith in you. And I just have to know that my father had to allow this circumstance before I ever came up to it. I'm not going to allow this circumstance to rob me of my confidence because I know who my creator is and the type of God I serve. He's not just going to allow me to experience pain for no reason. He's not just going to allow me to be disrespected for no reason. He's not going to allow me to be talked to any type of way for no reason. So that is where my confidence will come from. And the fact that my creator, my father, God had to allow this circumstance to even come my way. So the first thing that explains the point of pain is that your circumstances had to be approved by your creator. And that is where your confidence comes from. When you rest in this confidence that my circumstance had to be approved by my father, my circumstance had to be approved by my creator, that lets you know that this is a fixed fight, that God is looking over the situation and he wouldn't let me be in it if he didn't have the last say so. So being that I know that this is a fixed fight, that takes my faith to the next level, that takes my perspective to the next level, that lets me know that I don't have to worry about the end result because God would let me end this situation if victory wasn't my assigned portion it's a fixed fight and this circumstance had to be approved by my creator so that is my confidence as I continue to read Exodus and I got to Exodus chapter 5 verse 2 it says Pharaoh said who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go I do not know the Lord and I will not let Israel go And right at that moment, it stood out to me what God's plan was. See, in the midst of your pain, you have to change your perspective and and say, God, what is your plan in this pain spot? What is your plan in this problem? I need to change my perspective and stop looking at myself as a victim and look at myself as an investigator and look at myself as an ambassador and look at myself as a disciple and look at myself as a vessel and say, God, this is a problem, but you always have a plan in the midst of a problem. You always have a purpose in the midst of a problem. So Father God, allow me to change my perspective so that I can see what are you trying to fix in the midst of this situation. And when I read Exodus 5 and 2, Pharaoh said, I do not know the Lord and I would not let Israel go. And right there. God showed me the point of the pain that Moses was experiencing. See, God wanted Pharaoh to know who he was because Pharaoh made it clear that I do not know the Lord. And the second thing that explains the point of pain is that I want you guys to know that you were created to make disciples. You were created to be a vessel of God. You were created to make unbelievers believe in whatever way that looks like. Pharaoh was an unbeliever. So in this assignment, consistency was the key. You must be assignment driven. You must get tunnel vision and say this is a problem and God has called me to be a solution so let me get my mind focused on the problem so that God can show me his plan
plan and I can be the purpose to stand and I can be the person to fulfill the purpose that God has set out for this problem in the first place. God was constantly sending Moses because consistency was needed to change the heart of Pharaoh. Pharaoh said, I do not know the Lord and I will not let Pharaoh go. And God created Moses to be the disciple to change that. So regardless of how many times I got to send you, regardless of how many things you got to say, he will know who I am at the end of the day. So the first thing that explains the point of pain is your circumstances had to be approved by your creator. That's where your confidence comes from. And the second thing that explains the point of pain is you were created to make disciples. That's why you go through the stuff that you go through. That's why you're going through the storm that you're going through. It's not even about you being disobedient. It's not even about God not loving you. You know God loves you. You know God is there for you. You know God provides for you. You know God shows up for you. Get, Get them thoughts out your head. Rebuke those thoughts and stop letting Satan have his way in your mind. You know the type of God that you serve, but you are a disciple. You are a vessel. You are an ambassador. You are a soldier. You got to go in the war because God is showing his power through you. Pharaoh said, I do not know the Lord. And right then and there, my perspective changed to God. You're sending Moses as a reflection of your consistency and how you will consistently reveal yourself to us, how you will consistently leave the 99 and go after the one, how you will consistently show your power because that's just the type of good God that you are. As I continue to read Exodus chapter five, I got down to verse 22 and it says, Moses returned to the Lord and said, why Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on this people and you have not rescued your people at all. God, why do you keep sending me to this job? Nothing is changing. God, why do you keep sending me in this friendship? Nothing is changing. Why do you keep sending me to this school? Nothing is changing. Why do you keep telling me to call my mama? Nothing is changing. Why do you keep telling me to go to the doctor? Nothing is changing. Why do you keep telling me to go to this place and you're not rescuing your people? It seems like since you sent me here, it's only getting worse. The boss is only getting more rude. The doctor report is only decreasing. It seems like nothing is changing. And that's the third point of pain is that I want you to know that it will get worse before it gets better. Because God loves the show. See, when Moses went to talk to Pharaoh, the situation got worse. Pharaoh began to treat the Israelites even worse than he was treating them before. So now Moses is like, God, it seems like the situation got worse when you got into it. When you sent me into this, it seems like it went, it took 10 steps back instead of taking two steps up. I thought when you got in the situation, the situation would turn around for the better. I thought when I began to pray that I would eventually see a breakthrough. I thought when I began to fast that this thing would get better. But it seems like this thing is actually getting worse. I started going to church and all hell started breaking loose. I started being intentional with my devotional and it seems like I'm losing friends. I started praying over the relationship and now we're going through a breakup. It seems like the minute that I did what you told me to do, God, everything went left. It seems like it got worse and you haven't rescued your people at all. You still haven't solved the first problem and now a second problem has joined on to that, Father God. Why did you send me in this? Why did you give me this? word why did you give me this desire why are you giving me this hope if it's just going downhill from here and God said explain to them the third point of pain is that it will get worse 
because I love a show. See, God loves for it to get from bad to worse because that gives him even something more to, to outdo. That gives him even more reason to show up. See, because when it's at a level two, it's just like, okay, yeah, God, you did that. But when it go from a two to 10, then God can really step in. Then God can really show you that I'm not only going to change the heart of Pharaoh, but I'm also going to set free the Israelites. I'm also going to stop the harsh treatment that they're experiencing. See, God doesn't just want to reach the heart of Pharaoh. He also wants to reach the heart of the Israelites. So I'm going to allow them to start being treated worse as well. Because remember point one, the circumstances have to be approved by your creator. So God had to allow Pharaoh to even start treating the Israelites like this. But you have to keep your mind and keep your eyes set on the plan and understand the purpose of God. And he's not just trying to reach that one man. He's trying to reach a whole crowd of them. He's trying to reach Pharaoh and the Israelites. He's such a good God that when he shows up, everybody is going to change. Every part of the situation is going to shift. So he said, I allowed it to get worse because that's, that's how much more of my glory can be shown. See, if it was just a small problem, that could be a cute little hand clap, but I'm a fireworks type of God. I want it to, I want to go all out. I want to change him and them. I want to show them how I show up and how I'll change the man that tried to harm them. I want to do it big. So I'm going to allow it to go from bad to worse because I love a show. When you continue to read and you get the Exodus 6, 1, it says, then the Lord said to Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Now I'm going to show you who I am really about. Now I'm going to show you who I really am. Now that it seems like the situation went from bad to worse, this is the type of field that I like to play on. This is the type of mess that I like to solve. This is the type of situation that I like to step in. See, at first it was just a little problem and it couldn't, um, it couldn't match or amount to the type of power that I had. So I had to sit back and allow it to get worse because what I'm about to do is about to take it to the next level. Little baby said, you can do it first. I'm going to do it worse. Got to double the payback. And God is doubling the payback when it comes to Pharaoh and his hardened heart. At first, your heart was just hardened. But now you're starting to treat the Israelites some type of way. So I got to double the payback on what I do in this situation. Exodus 6, chapter 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh because of my mighty hand he will let them go because of my mighty hand he will drive them out of his country so the third thing that explains the point of pain that you're going through the situation that feels like it just keeps increasing it just keeps getting worse it doesn't look like it's getting any better it doesn't look like it's turning around i want you guys to know that god loves to put on a show he loves to increase the climax he loves to shake the table he loves to do his big one as I continue to read Exodus, I got to Exodus 6 and verse 6, and it says, Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. See, it's a, see for God, you got to get your eyes set on God's plan in the problem. And yes, Pharaoh was a problem, and his heart and heart was a problem, but now it's a bigger problem at hand. Now he's mistreating the Israelites because he's trying to go against what God is telling him to do. And God has now released a word to the Israelites. And that's the fourth thing that I want you guys to know that explains the point of pain, that God will release a word to activate your faith in the midst of the fight. 
See, sometimes we don't really lock in into what God has to say until we're in a fight, until we're in a storm, until we're in a circumstance, until we have a problem. That's when we're all ears then. That's when we lock in then. That's when we tune in then. It's that point that we get to a problem that we begin to pray more, that we begin to spend more time in the word of God. It, it takes those problems sometimes to get us on our knees. And in the midst of the fight, that's when God releases a word to you that activates your faith. But I want you to be intentional with making sure you're listening to what God has to say and not being like the Israelites. Because it says in Exodus chapter 6 verse 9, it says Moses reported it to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and their harsh labor. See, because of their circumstance, they closed their ears to what God had to say. And I don't know who this word is for, but I want you to open back up your ears. You're allowing what you're seeing and what you're currently going through to make you close your ears. But it is the word of God that is going to activate a new level of faith within you. That's going to help you get through this fight. That's going to give you the strength to stand. That's going to give you the power to push through. But if you close out your ears, you can't hear what God has to say to you. You can't hear the words that you need to hear to give you strength. God is your strength. God is your clarity. God is your fight, but you got to make sure you keep your ears open. You got to make sure you can hear from him because if you close your ears and your eyes are open, your circumstances will try to overtake you. Your circumstances will try to defeat you, but keep your eyes open and your God, our God will guide you. Y'all keeping up? The first thing is that your circumstances had to be approved by your creator. That's your confidence. The second thing is you were created to make disciples. You were created for such a time as this. The third thing is it will get worse because God loves a show. The fourth thing is that God will release a word to activate your faith in the midst of the fight. And the fifth thing, when I was continued to read... Exodus chapter six, verse 12, it says, but Moses said to the Lord, if the Israelites will not listen to me, why would Pharaoh listen to me since I speak with faltering lips? See, Moses was focused on the fact that he had a speech problem. So not only is God dealing with the heart of Pharaoh, and not only is he dealing with the circumstances that the Israelites are going through, but he's also dealing with the confidence of Moses. See, God is a big God, and he doesn't just solve one problem at a time. He's solving three problems at a time. He's about to get all of them together, okay? He's intentional with everything that he does. And what God showed me is, is the fifth thing that explains the point of pain is that you can't let your circumstances strip you of your calling. Moses felt like he was unqualified to talk. So he felt like Pharaoh has a hardened heart because I don't speak right. And the Israelites ain't listening to me because I don't speak right. See, he didn't have his perspective set on the purpose of the pain to understand that Pharaoh's hardened heart, that was between him and God. The Israelites, that was between him and God. God was causing Moses to be the problem solver. But Moses was allowing his speech problem, his circumstance to try to rob him of his calling. And there's somebody that's listening to this episode and you are allowing your circumstance or your problem to rob you of what God is calling you to do. I don't even have my stuff together and you keep telling me to help other people. I don't even have my relationship right and you keep telling me to be a relationship coach. I don't even have my job right and you keep telling me to tell other people to apply for them a job. You keep allowing what's in front of you to rob you of what God is calling you to. You don't feel confident enough to speak the word that God has put 
put on your tongue because you feel like they won't listen to you because of what you're currently going through or because of the war that allow that God is allowing you to go through. But God is saying today, don't allow your circumstances to rob you of what I called you to. I don't care nothing about what you feel like you are or are not called for. I don't call the qualified. I qualified the call. And it does not matter about your speech problem. It does not matter about your childhood problem. It does not matter about what that boss said about you. It does not matter if you didn't go to school for that. If I called you to it, then I'm going to see you through it. Don't allow your circumstances to strip you of your calling. It's felt like these people aren't listening to me because of my speech problem. That maybe if you use somebody that can speak properly, maybe they'll listen. But it wasn't about his speech problem. It was about the hearts of the people. And God understands that. So I want you to know that whatever it is that God is calling you to, he understands who it is he's calling you to and what it is he's calling you to. But if you're looking at it through the fleshly eye, then you will begin to pick yourself apart because you don't feel like you're good enough or you don't feel like you're qualified. And that's not the case at all. So God is saying today, don't let your circumstances strip you of what I'm calling you to. Because if I called you to it, I knew that you can do it. When I got to Exodus chapter seven, God showed me the sixth and final point that explains the point of the pain that we go through. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, see, I have made you like God to Pharaoh and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt and with mighty acts of judgment, I will bring out my divisions, my people, the Israelites. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. Reading this verse is where it all made sense. For a lot of you, the point of the pain that you're going through is you being a reflection of God. God will send you into someone's life as a reflection of him. And when you change your perspective to realize that you're a reflection of him, then it makes sense why people treat you the way that they treat you. He said to Moses, see, I have made you like God to Pharaoh. See, Pharaoh's heart isn't hardened towards Moses. It's hardened towards God. And Pharaoh don't want to hear what God had to say. And you know, when people don't want to hear what God had to say, what do they do? They push back even more. That's why when Moses went to talk to Pharaoh, 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 instead of listening and setting the Israelites free, he actually started being more mean towards them. You know, like when you feel like God is calling you to come to church, you start going to the club more because you're trying to run away from God, from what God's saying. Or when God is calling you to start that ministry, you start applying for jobs because you're trying to run away from what God is saying. Or, you know, when God is telling you to reach out to that family member, you stop going to the family functions because you don't even want to be in the same environment because you're trying to run away from what God is saying. So you have to change your perspective to realize that sometimes God places you in the life of people as a God. He's placing you in their life as a reflection of him. And the situation gets worse, not because they're trying to push back and treat you some type of way, but because they're trying to push back and run away from what God is telling them to do. It says, see, I have made you like God to Pharaoh and your brother Aaron 
Aaron will be your prophet. Aaron is an example of God sending somebody as confirmation. See, first God shows up in people's lives and he say what they, what he has to say and they push back from him because they don't want to hear what he has to say. They want to go in the opposite direction. But because he's using you as his vessel, you're feeling the pushback. You're feeling the attitude. You're feeling the cursing out. You're feeling the rude treatment and you taking it personal, not even realizing you just a vessel. They're not doing it to you. They're doing it to the God that's inside of you. So then God sends confirmation. He'll send a prophet or he'll send a TV show or he'll send a devotional or he'll send some type of word to that person like he sent Aaron and Aaron is to tell Pharaoh what to do. But just like Pharaoh rejected Moses, he also rejected the confirmation, which was Aaron. So the sixth thing that explains the point of pain that you're going through is that God will will use you to reveal himself to people, not just one time, but multiple times. See, our God is a consistent God. And think about your relationship with God. How many times did God have to reach out to you? How many times did God have to show up for you? How many times did God have to save you before you finally decided to just give your life to Christ? Sometimes God will use you as that vessel in somebody else's life. Think about how much your grandma prayed for you before you got your act together. How much your mama prayed for you before you got your act together. And when you would know grandma was praying for you, you wouldn't even go to grandma's house. When you know your mama would tell you don't date that boy, you wouldn't even go around her for holidays because it'll get worse before it gets better. But God is a God of consistency. So he told Moses, I know Pharaoh's heart is going to be hardened towards you, but I'm going to send you back every time because I want you to be obedient to what I tell you to do in spite of you feeling unqualified. And I also want him to learn that I am a God of consistently consistency and I will continue to show up in so many different lessons that was just happening in this one situation that I can't even list all of them to you but I just want you to know that if you're somebody that's in a season of pain and you're going through a problem right now and it seems like it's getting worse and it seems like God keeps sending you back into it I want you to know that God is saying that I am a God of consistency and I send you back into certain circumstances because I'm calling you to be a reflection of me I'm calling you to soften the heart of my children I'm calling you to soften the heart of those who I want to use and I understand that you may take it personal sometime, but I want you to understand it's not personal. It's just purpose. And they're not rejecting you because you're not good enough. They're not rejecting you because you're not qualified. They're not rejecting you because you have a speech problem, Moses. They're rejecting you because they're rejecting me. And maybe I want you to just change your perspective and realize that it's not because you're not called, but because you are. They see the God in you and that's why they reject you. That's why they don't invite you. That's why they talk to you the way that they do. That's why they don't want to hang around you. That's why they don't want to date you because they see the God inside of you. So if one of these points was for you, today's seed is the, I was built for this battle seed. I was built for this battle, whatever the battle is, whatever it looks like, whatever storm, whatever circumstance, I was built for this battle. And one of these six points stood out to you. One of these six points spoke to your situation. One of these six points activated a new level of faith, a new level of fight, a new level of boldness, a new level of clarity and understanding to know that God, if you're allowing me to go through this storm, you've already given me victory on the other side of it. I just got to continue to stand or I just got to continue to step whatever it is that you calling me to do I just got to be obedient in that because you are calling me to be a reflection of you 
And if you are sewing the I was built for this battle seat, you can sew that to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to even be listening to this podcast, Father God, giving me the opportunity to even speak on this podcast, Father God, as your vessel, Father God. I thank you for choosing me and I thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. Father God, I pray that this word activates a seed of courageousness, boldness, and consistency, Father God. Allow them to be consistent in what it is that you're telling them to do, Father God, regardless of how many times it is, regardless of what the circumstances look like regardless if it looks like it's getting worse regardless if it looks like it's not breaking father god allow us not to rely on what we see in the physical but to trust what you're saying in the spiritual father god we thank you for being a good father we thank you for being consistent with us when we didn't even deserve it we thank you for making a way out of no way we thank you for choosing to use us for such a time as this for such a fight as this father god we thank you for reminding us that the fight is fixed and that even when it looks like we're experiencing failure our faith is is activating a new level of victory, Father God. We thank you. And I pray over those who sow into this word, Father God, that this word encourages them, that this word builds them up, that this word covers them, that this word reassures them that you're not only working through them, but you are working with them, that you are in with them in the battle, that you are with them in the storm, that you are with them in the marriage, that you are with them at the job, that you are with them at the doctor's appointment, Father God. Allow them to be reassured that even when they can't see you, that you're still there, Father God, that everything must be released from the spiritual into the physical. So I pray that they pray spiritual things, Father God, because it come up to you and you release it down to us. And we thank you for being a good father that you are, Father God. We thank you for loving us, covering us and protecting us, Father God. And we pray all of these things in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you guys so much. Josiah, you want to say amen? Go ahead. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>